Holy mama. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. Let's go, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are back. Welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Man, my name is Paul Lanigan. I'm Ben Tiffley. I'm Daniel Reed. And oh. I'm Mitchell Freeland. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> He's back. The man is back. Bro, all four of us um, on a pod for the first time. Uh, and and y'all clicked on it. This is gonna be different. Um, this episode in general is gonna be um, more of a reflection and like a a thankfulness um, for what the Lord did this last weekend, um, what He taught us, and what what we expectantly know is gonna continue to do in the lives of um, high school kids and us. Um, so, I guess we'll start out with. I mean, let's go super summarized. The last, the last week, last two weeks, whatever. I mean, throw it in a box. How are things going? What's going on in life right now? Um, let's start with Bennett. Yo, um, things are good, man. Um, I kind of got myself into a like a funk, I guess. Um, I was, I was really, as we've been talking about on the pod, I've really been um, trying to just focus on submitting myself fully. Um, and um, I was doing great at it. Um, and then, of course, the devil tries to throw some some stumbling blocks at you. Um, and I just kind of caught myself in a little bit of a funk, um, just where I, I kind of felt like I was content in my faith and, and in my relationship with the Lord. Um, and so I stopped doing those everyday things like reading the word and, and um, praying at every instance and, and all of those things. Um, and that happened, of course, right right before camp. Um, and so camp was just such a great um, opportunity um, to kind of to kind of get back into that. Um, just, I think it was just the Lord um, reminding me that I need Him. Um, so, hmm. so yeah. But uh, so so blessed with family and friends, and um, yeah, um, I went home. I was actually home all week before camp. Um, for those of you that don't know, my grandfather passed away, um, and and to know that he's wrestling with the Lord is is such a a, a great feeling. Um, and it makes me smile. Um, but I went home last week um, for his funeral and his service, and to kind of honor him. Um, and then and then camp came came around. So it's been it's been one crazy week for sure. Um, Mitchell. Mitch. Rocking. It's been it's been a wild past few weeks, honestly. It's I've been very very busy, um, kind of dealing with um, some personal stuff, some relationship stuff. Um, but Lord's been really good and really faithful to me. Yeah, I've shown a lot of grace um, in that. Um, I've been getting really weary though. I've been very very tired and because I've been going on my own strength. So like the past the past week. Mm. the Lord's just kind of been breaking me down like to the point like like yes like you're trying you're trying to like fight for me and you're trying to give me the glory um but part of that is like relying on my strength and not your own mm. um 
which has been like a really interesting battle, but like it's, it's been really cool. And like, I've tasted a lot of freedom and like have been able to rest in really cool ways because of that. I'm just like giving up the fact that, um, I need to do everything myself hmm. when I can just like sit back, submit and let the Lord just work. Come on. And, like, it, it lets me be present in every moment, which is just so, so cool and so freeing. Um, hmm. takes away a lot of my anxiety and stress, but, but yeah, I went into, went into camp feeling pretty energized because of the freedom. Um, and then just saw God work in a lot of really cool ways. Come on. Um, mm. so it showed me. Yeah. It's been, it's been challenging, but really, really cool lately. I love that. Pick one. Me or Danny. Mitch? Danny hit us. Let's go. Come on. Take that, Paul. <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> um, uh, we know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, just joking. Just joking. We love you. Uh, last week uh, or so. It's been great. Uh, busy as always, but loving it. It's going well. Um, got to spend some more time with Lindsay, which was nice because, like, that had not been a thing for a while just because work and school and all that stuff. Um, yeah, felt great going into camp. Felt God called me to just really be bold in proclaiming his word and his truth. Mm. So that was just awesome. It, it was great to walk in there being filled up, you know, and just ready to get after it mm. with all the guys. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk anymore about camp just yet. Because yeah, lots to talk be, about, but be, be a lot. that's basically it. Uh, feeling blessed. Come on. Mm. Yeah, I'm in awe of the way he's provided, the way he's um, shown himself real in a lot of different ways these last couple of weeks. Just, uh, I mean, academically and and um, in community and in different things. Just feeling like uh, like I like it's not me, uh, but I'm thankful that it's not me, and so. Um, got to, I surprised my mom after camp on Sunday night. That was cool. Um, she didn't know I was well, coming home. Love that. Um, so that was kind of sick. Um, got to see her, got to see some homies. Um, thankful with how academics are going. Just figured out some, some couple, couple like pockets of great news involving this semester and the coming semesters. Um, so man, um, life, it's good. Blessed. Um, tired in the best way. Yeah. Truly. Uh, walking in that man so uh wasting no time heck dude uh so we served at um guys weekend of champions uh, Ooh, yeah. it is a st louis fca event for Ooh. high school aged men <laughs> men uh boys <laughs> that uh guys that come together yes dudes um yeah <laughs> where they fill they fill a camp uh, all God's Children Camp in uh, High Ridge, Missouri. They fill it with about 140 high school athletic boys um, and bring in a bunch of washed-up college dudes to lead them. <laughs> and we Very spend the weekend up. playing sports, praising the Lord. Uh, and so us mm -hmm. four, which that camp is where we met, that place is where we met, that place is what fostered the Pure Joy Project. We went back um, again and got to see each other and – there was just, there's so much to say about that. I'm all cheesy thinking about it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so that that's what this episode is about. Um, we felt that a reflection 
um, on it, um, kind of showing off, like the Lord just showing off and us talking about it. Mm. Um, it's just something mm. we wanted to do because it was such a powerful weekend for all of us, I think. So um, our first thing we're going to talk about is like what we learned about the Lord um, this weekend. Because obviously this camp is for us to teach them. Um, but it also like obviously through different things, different tests and trials and lessons, like we're taught as well over the course of the weekend. And so, um, going yeah. through, like, what did we learn about the Lord this weekend? So who Danny kick us off. Let's go. <clears throat> um, what did the Lord teach me this weekend? It was awesome. Um, I, one of the biggest things that stuck out to me was I, had a bunch of sweet conviction over frustration uh, during sports. Uh, it was it wasn't something I was altogether expecting, but I guess not having competed in a while, I was shocked when I was very frustrated when I like messed up a play during football. And I was like, "Hey, big boy, you need to relax." And then the spirit was like, "Oh, is that some sin?" <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. And that's that's what he said to me, and I'm just like, yeah, it is. Wow, where did that come from? So I got to talk with Bennett, and Bennett was just like, dude, let's take it to the throne. Which I was just like, dang, he's right. And I was like, I was like, and then the spirit was like, oh, is that some pride? <laughs> and so yeah. it was like a, it was great. It was like a double whammy with some conviction, and I was like, let's go. This is sharpening me. Um. It's, it's cool to be in that in that place, you know, where a great uh, – I can't even talk – where conviction has become really just a big blessing. It's very sweet, and I, I welcome it because I, I want to look more like Christ. I want to I reflect him inside and out. So that was a big thing. Uh, in my recap, I talked about boldness, and I think that was the big thing. Paul and I were talking about Saturday night, which, whoop, Saturday night at FCA camp, y'all don't even know if you haven't been. It's crazy. <laughs> talk about spirit-filled. The place could blow up. Anywho, um, we talked about uh, just presenting Christ and presenting the gospel, no sugar added. And that was really cool. And just, I got to talk with my guys and I was like, hey, listen, here's the gospel. Here's who Jesus is. Here's what he did for you. Um, let's, let's wrestle with that. You know, it was kind of just like, here it is. Now what? Because the gospel demands a response. You know, it's not something you can hear and just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there has to be a response in one way or another. And that was something that I, saw. I got to see a lot of guys wrestle with this weekend, which is really cool. Um, there were a lot of uh, souls saved this weekend, which is such a blessing. But I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me, which was just beautiful, was seeing young guys just wrestle with just the weight of God's truth. And just really chew on it and just just think. Because I, I was blessed with a very, very easy huddle. Like, these guys were great. Most of them knew Christ. And they were eager to learn. And it was awesome. Uh, it made it very easy on my part of just walking with them and just offering some guidance. It wasn't any – I don't know. It really wasn't a struggle. But, yeah, I think those are the biggest things that the Lord was revealing to me this last weekend. Let's go with Paul. Mm, not the apostle, um, the sinner. No, absolutely uh, not. So, um, I think that, oh, man, I kind of came in 
and and I didn't know it, but I had been thinking that like Christianity is like like somebody walking faithfully as a Christian like has it all together. I guess it looks like it, you know, like from the outside, it's like they just are always upheld. Um, and then it really hit me that like, you know, I've been given a platform through this podcast, through different things that like people do look at me as like a spiritual superior. Um, but I still make some really dumb, really blatant mistakes. And Mm. so, um, like, like the Romans five, eight, um, is something that stuck out to me this weekend. Like it's something I've known. I've had it memorized for Romans road and all these things that it's like, God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Come on. And while we are still sinning, Christ has died for us. Yep. Like it is one, it is one like negation. It is one division from the Lord in our sin, in our imperfection and one price paid. And so like I tossed a buzzer beater touchdown to win a football game from like 40 yards. And I literally like ran down the field, like, who am I? And then coach Howard was like, you're nobody. And I was like, yo, I was like, you're right. Um, And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I was just like, yeah, like I am nobody. Um, And I'm glad I'm nobody. So there's no pressure on me to do anything as like, like supernatural. Um, And so like God's grace uh, mm. just the sugar-free gospel really just like yeah. hit me, hit me this, this weekend. Like he really did like pay the ultimate price and plan to pay the ultimate price forever. Um, and, and my imperfections are like desired, like, are like he still desires me through my imperfections through every mm-hmm. bit of failure and pride that like the Lord still wants my heart and my obedience. Uh, and so that among so many other things, just like watching the Lord show off in the way he works hearts and works situations. So um, true. Like, and how he humbled me and, um, and like taught me alongside those kids mm. this weekend. It's really cool. So I just learned about his grace. I learned about his sovereignty and his grace. So, uh, Mitch, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I learned, I learned quite a bit. A lot of it was a reminder, but it was like a sweet reminder and like a diff- just in a new way. Amen. Um, I'll start with this and do not take this as a shameless plug. This is a, uh, purely testimonial. Um, but for those of you that don't know, like TikTok was a very big thing for me the past few months. Um, and I started posting videos and got a lot of following. So when I came into camp, people started to talk about it and people knew about it. Um, it was a very like hot topic for guys to come up and talk to me about it. Um, and at first I was like very bitter about it because it was something for me that like became a stumbling block and came a place where like I create, I made it an idol. Um, and I was just really struggling with, um, that being a distraction, um, and putting that first before the Lord. Um, and like when I came to terms with like, where my heart was with the TikTok, um, I deleted it, um, and started running towards the Lord again. Um, that was about, that was a little over a month ago that happened. So it's all like really fresh still. Um, so it's still pretty bitter, um, that 
Like I let myself get there. I hadn't quite shown myself a whole lot of grace for it. But all these guys like come up and ask me questions about it, like what it felt like and like where my at was and um, how I got there. Um, and I was just like, just like resented it. I was like, I just don't want to talk about it. And then at some point on Saturday, um, a kid walked up to me. Um, I don't even remember who it was. Um, but the Lord just like spoke to me and was like, the videos that you posted were not like glorifying to, to yourself necessarily. Like they were still glorifying to me. So whether or not like this was a stumbling block for you, like you, like you preached the gospel in these, in, in some of these videos. So like, like let my children see and let me speak to them. Yep. And like, like you're still an example on the, on this platform, even though it was hard for you. But like, it could also be, it was also like a really cool testimony for me to like show like how social media was tough for me. And it's so interesting because like at the, one of the first podcasts that we did, like I talked about how social media was a stumbling block and I didn't have it. And then I had it and then it was stumbling block again. Um, but it was just, it was really cool. And I just heard from a lot of, a lot of kids um, on Sunday. And then like these days since we've been back about how they've been watching my videos and they've been really encouraged. It's just been really cool. It's just been like a huge testament to like how the Lord has been able to use like my brokenness for his glory. Come on. It's been so, so cool and humbling. Like more humbling than I could have imagined. Cause like when I when I got to the point where I was like, Oh, this is an idol, I was like so defeated. I was like, I totally just misused this. But like our God and all of his grace and all his majesty. Um, and sovereignty, like he uses our brokenness for his glory. And it yep. is just the most insane thing. Like o mm -hmm. only, only the God of the universe could do that. Mm. Like only. And it was, it was just really cool. It was a really sweet moment. And just like within that, like between that and then, um, Rick's messages just met grace in a really cool way. So you can just like, some of the ways that he just described it were just so like different and just like left a different taste in my mouth than I'd ever heard. Um, when he talked about how like our sins have been sent away, like we have no, we have no reason to be sitting here in chains anymore because like the sins that we are going to commit and have committed, like Jesus like fully paid for them already. It's yeah. not like he's saying, Oh, I'll pay for these. No, like if the deed's done, the war's won. Like we don't have to sit here in in the shame and we don't have to sit here um, struggling with the sin all the time because like the deed is done. He, he's put it to death and he's, he's won. And now it's time to wait expectantly for his return. Oh, um, come on. And then like the world met me in a cool, met me in a cool moment there and was like, like get on your knees and start praying for salvation. Like, like you've tasted like you know what the salvation is and you've been saved and like you understand like the glory of myself myself being god and then like the amount of joy that i get from that because like that is who we've been created to be in relationship with mm. like why why am i not praying fervently for like these kids in this room to be saved mm. and just like saturday night in that moment when i like Rick started praying for salvation. I got my knees, started praying for salvation. Like the Lord just like sent this like tingling in my body that was just like going through my toes. 
He was just like assured me that he was moving, that he was he was saving souls tonight. And that's when I looked at Jupal. I was like, I was like, dude, he, he's doing something. Yeah. He's doing something in here. Huh. Um, Come on. And then like found out like a few kids got saved that night, and I was just like, wow. Mm. Like I learned about like when retaught myself, reminded myself of this grace in so many different ways. And then like God even like showed like how like powerful he is and sovereign he is to like use that grace and like change people's lives. Come on. And just like, that is just like reshape my whole outlook. Just like I yeah. say that God has the power to forgive and power to save. But like, if I be- truly believe that, shouldn't I be for it and like expecting that he'll do that in people's lives? Mm. Rather than sitting here and just being like, well, all right. Just like chilling here, minding my own business. Like, no, get on your knees. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was some really, really cool reminders this weekend. But yeah. Go ahead, Benny. Yeah. You touched on a lot of stuff um, that also um, kind of on my heart from this weekend. Um, a lot of cool moments with um, – Well, with all three of you to start, um, it was really great just being in fellowship again and and getting to see you guys um, and and be able to serve the Lord um, together in community. And I think um, community was one of my biggest takeaways and and one of my biggest things that the Lord showed me is that um, there's strength in his numbers. Um, And it's just so, so cool. Um, I mean, right when you walked, like right, right, right when I walked into camp and um, as others began to show up, even before like the campers got there, um, even when it was just the huddle leaders, you can fe- you could feel his presence, um, and you could feel um, the weight. Um, you, like you, you just knew that he was there as we were um, preparing to gather um, and and preparing to serve him um, all weekend and and to serve these campers and to kind of to spur them um, towards a relationship with the Lord. But um, it was just so so glorifying to be able to. Um, to be able to see that working and, and to see him um, moving this weekend. Um, like I said, right from the jump, I mean, Friday night when the campers showed up, there was an energy um, at camp that I had never felt before. Um, and, and that's only a testament to the Lord and, and, um, and his strength, but um, it, it, it truly was. I, I've never experienced a camp like that before. Um, and, and from Friday, it felt like everybody who was in that room, all a hundred and, 40, 150, 160 people, um, including the staff, um, everybody in that room um, had their eyes on the Lord um, together. Um, and, and and all weekend long, that's how it was. And oh, I get chills just thinking about it, um, especially um, getting to, to kind of walk in that um, and, and be in that with um, my literal blood brothers and my cousin. And um, it, it's just, oh, man, um, the Lord is just so, so good. Um, and, and yeah, like Paul and Dan kind of touched on, there were a couple of times where like we got caught, like, and I got caught in my own brokenness too. Like during games, like I would, like I would get so like fired up and passionate about competition. Um, because if you guys know me, I haven't played, like I haven't competed or played sports in, in quite some time. Um, and, and I would catch myself getting so like caught up and involved in the heat of competition. Um, about like about things like spike ball or or gaga ball or um 
whatever, like whatever the case may be. Um, and, and it was, it was so, um, kind of like Mitchell said, it was a really sweet reminder, um, of the Lord, um, and, and the Holy spirit just pulling at my heart and, and, and putting those convictions down on me and, and saying, Hey Bennett, like, this is not about you. This is like, a, this is for my glory. And, and those reminders were, um, were truly amazing, but, Come on. um, yeah, uh, the community at camp is, is one of my favorite things and will always be one of my favorite yeah. things. Um, just because it, it's, it really is hard to explain, but, um, Hmm. uh crew taylor said it best he was like uh man like saturday and i feel his presence it was so heavy that you could almost cut through it um and 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 it was just so true and um what a weekend for the kingdom um so so yeah i think my biggest takeaway was was how he used how he used his church Hmm. you know uh, before we transition to this next section it's gonna be a little um, we're probably all going to say the same things, which will be cool. Cause this is like, if you can't tell the heart behind this episode, it's basically like, just like, wow. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to name it yet or what we're going to name it yet. Like, won't he do it or like, he'll do it. Yeah. Uh, he'll do it. I like, he'll do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's basically like, wow. Like, won't the Lord just, just go off? Like, won't he just show off? Um, because man, uh, he did. And uh, you know, this whole thing, you mentioned Rick's, um, Rick's teaching. What's his last name? I don't Max, know. Max, Max something. Maxidon. Is it Rick Marks? Mar- Maxidon. 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 I'll probably put his Instagram in the in the description of this. But do it. Uh, so uh, something about the scripture he used really made it so real to me that. We don't go anywhere or do anything like God both brings the love to us and takes the sin away. Like mm-hmm. we don't, yeah. we don't do anything but walk in grace. Um, and so like, I'm really just in awe of this creator that I get the privilege of serving, um, throughout this whole thing. And so this next part here, we're just going to like, like what were the, what were like the the stick out moments that your favorite parts you're like this is kind of like a collection of like thoughts on guys weekend of champions 2020 um and so i guess i'm one thing that i that while y'all were talking that kind of like that came to my mind was second thessalonians 2 um or 1 mind you um second thessalonians 1 11 and 12 um so Paul is talking about how he prays for the church of Thessalonica that this may happen, right? That that God may make you worthy of his calling. He may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power so that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. Um, and then it was like these works of faith that the Lord continued to, to like use out of all of us um, was just something that really like like it was so not about us this weekend and i'm so thankful for that that like yes we got to be you know four out of the what was it the 13 leaders yeah um four out of the 13 leaders this weekend um that it wasn't about us that it was solely about like god and him glorified um which isaiah 26 8 would tell us is the desire of our souls but um that's why it was so fulfilling and so, 
Um, I guess I'll just go ahead with like sticking out to me at camp. Um, I walked in the door uh, to to you guys, you know, digging in the word, and I hopped right in um, because I was a little late because my morning was wild before it. But um, I immediately felt at home. And like like these are the guys that that I am filled with life when I'm around them. That like you guys radiating Christ as well as you do, like is such a motivator for me. I'm already the most extroverted person I know that feeds off of people. Um, <laughs> but to go with that, having you guys like filled with the spirit and like letting it control the way you do, like. This it was so like surreal that I was in the same building as you guys, getting to play games with you guys and worship alongside you guys, and like that that was one thing that like this camp was like there was no it didn't feel like there was any service about it. Like I was there out of a desire to be there because yeah. it was incredible. Um, and so I think that like that plus you know all the community there plus. Like watching these kids that I know I was at one time, like these lost, you know, competitive, irritable boys that were there, watching them, like their hearts soften mm. to like the good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was just so amazing to me. Watching my guys do it, watching other groups boys do it watching just watching the lord like you know just touch hearts um and in the process getting to dance and scream and lose my voice that's still gone and (laughs) yeah you know like (sighs) like in the like how you know christianity is no buzzkill like it is a it is life um at its fullest in its abundance and so that just showed real to me this weekend um that's basically all i'm gonna say i don't want to get long-winded um, that like you just got to give the Lord the chance um, and and yeah. like let the fullness of joy be revealed through his grace. And that's basically like oh my what gosh, I have yeah. to say. So, uh, Daniel. Yes, sir. Talk to me. What stood <clears throat> out? What happened? Camp. What stood out? Favorite mm. things, favorite instances, favorite whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Three things, or three things. Hold me to that. Yes. One, I got to serve with Moses Okpala. (laughs) (laughs) Moses is from Nigeria. Uh, He moved here uh, his eighth grade year. Let me tell y'all, Moses is probably, he's, I think he's six foot eight. Two eighty eight. He's two eighty eight. He's jacked. He plays football for the University of Illinois, and I don't know if I've ever met a more joyful person. Truly, like I was so humbled just by the way he showed Christ's joy. Mm. Like he genuinely was just joyful, not even happy. Like take that four steps up. He was just joyful all the time. No matter what. And he loved talking about Jesus. And you could hear it in his voice. And he just, everyone just paid attention to him. Not because he's gigantic and super built. 
but because of how humble he is. Like, you wouldn't, just listening to him talk, if you didn't see him, you wouldn't know that he's a D1 football player at a big university and huge. Mm. You'd think he was just a normal guy. And, wow. There was, there was just so much to learn from that, and that was a huge blessing that I was gifted with this week. He taught me a ton on just how to show Christ. Mm. Um, that's number one. Number two, the first night, uh, <clears throat> one of my guys was just really, really working through stuff, really chewing on the word. Um, I knew something was up, but I wasn't sure if he was ready to talk about it yet. But he came up to me when we were getting ready to bed. He was like, hey, Daniel, can we talk? I was like, absolutely, dude, what's up? So he walked me through how he was just feeling a ton of doubt uh, about his faith, about the Lord. Uh, just was really going through it and was just seeking some advice. And I was just like, dude, like, I get those doubts. You know, I think everyone in their faith journey goes through a period where they're just like, what's going on? There's lots of doubts. You're not really sure. And I think the first thing, I talked to him about was that, and I said this later on a panel that I got to be on. I said, if we chase emotions and build our faith upon the ups and downs of our emotions, that's going to be a roller coaster the whole time. You know, our faith can't just be about how we feel in the moment. All right. It has to be based upon the truth of the scripture and the Holy Spirit actively moving in our life. Now, granted, like the Holy Spirit moving causes a ton of emotions. Like for me, for me, for example, I break down anytime the Holy Spirit starts moving because it's super overwhelming to me, and I just like it just wrecks my heart. I can't, I can't deal. Um, but so it's not to say that you shouldn't be experiencing emotions, but if that's what you look for, if you're living in what's called sensationalism, right? And I've gone through points where if I wasn't crying during worship, I'd thought I would think it wasn't good. Like I, I the Holy Spirit wasn't there. I, I, I didn't get anything out of it, which is just simply not true. Um, we're going to go through periods where we're not super emotionally connected and that's okay. It doesn't mean the Lord's not working. The Lord's not moving. Mm. So I talked to him about that. And then I was just like, dude, I don't want you to think that God hates you because you're having doubts. God is huge. God is much mm. bigger and your doubts, and just take that to him. Have the trust in our in our Lord. Have the trust in him as your father where you can just have an open conversation. I'm like, hey, God, I, I'm struggling right now. Like, I really need to see you more clearly. Like, would you just help me in that? Would you humble my heart to see you in the way that you want to present yourself and not in the way that I'm expecting to see you? Mm. So, so that was really cool. Um, one thing that came to me, the Holy Spirit really just prompted on Mark 9 on my – I'm a noggin. Uh, I'll start in 17. One of the men of the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He's possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk, and whenever the spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said, You faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring, bring the boy to me. So he's frustrated with the disciples' lack of lack of faith. So it seems like like if you just take this to surface level, God would be upset with us having doubts. Hold on. So they brought the boy, but when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground writhing and foaming at the mouth. The spirit knew who he was in the presence of. 21. How long has it been? Has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire into the water 
trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. Then Jesus responded, what do you mean if I can? Jesus asked, anything is possible if a person believes. Hmm. Father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak, he, I said. I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. And the spirit left. Um, and here's the thing. Jesus saw that the boy's father was struggling to believe. And, and he acknowledged it. He's like, what do you mean if I can? Like, do you believe in me? Do you know me? And the father's like, I do. I want to. I, I, want, I want to believe in this. But help. Just the humility there and the realness is really what stuck out to me. And this is what I talked with my guy about. I was just like, dude, take that to the throne and let him show you who he is. Let him reveal himself to you. And then I also talked about in the Old Testament, you know, when the Israelites would walk away from God after he proved himself time and time again. He would always show them his power and his magnificence and glory again so that they would come back to him. Mm. And I was just like, dude, let us, let's press into this. You know, I'm going to walk with you through this. I don't, I don't hate you because you're having doubts. I'm not even looking down on you. I just want to walk with you. And I want to challenge you to expect the Lord to move in you this weekend. And he did. Lo and behold, the Lord ended up saving this kid's soul. Wow. And I got to talk with him about it, and it just it wrecked me because I was like, Lord, thank you. I, I knew you were going to do it. I had, I had no doubt. But this kid did, and you still loved him through it. And I was like, what a beautiful story. So that was amazing. And then the third thing. No. I'm, yeah, there it is. Uh, Paul got to sit in on the last part of our final huddle meeting and it was really cool because I just got to sit down and be real with the guys. And I was just like, Hey, Jesus loves you. He died for you. What, what's our response? What are we going to do about it? And then I got to talk about how Paul's had an impact impact on my life. And same thing with Bennett. Bennett popped up too. And we just got to pray with the boys and I had Paul pray for us. And it was just a really sweet thing. Everyone was just looking up. They were looking up to me, Paul, and Bennett as leaders in the faith, which was so humbling because I was like, that was me a few years ago. Amen. Trying and grasping to be like these older men who were pointing me towards Jesus, and I didn't even know Jesus at the time. And it was just such a cool thing to see myself and them and to just understand where they were at and what they were struggling with. And I think it was really cool for the Lord to reveal that to me and just like, that's where I was. And the guys I look up to now, prayerfully, that's where I'll be in a few years. And I'll, I'll be walking with guys my age now and understanding, like, hey, I was there. Like, I get it. So I think those are the three big things. I know it was long-winded. No, Bennett, chop it up. Um, oh, um, what, what stuck out to me? Um, I think – um, well, Rick, Rick's word, um, and, and his preaching all weekend stuck out to me. Um, but there was a couple of things in the final, um, in the final charge, the closing, uh, um, um, that we talked about, um, and, and Paul has kind of touched on it and Mitch has also touched on it. And, um, he, he reminded us and, and to, for some of us in the room, he, he, um, taught us that, that God isn't bound by time. 
Um, and that, that, like Paul was saying, not only are you forgiven for your past sins, you're forgiven for the sins that you're going to make. The Lord knows you're going to make those sins, and he still took care of them. Uh, you're yep. covered once and for all. Um, and, and that was just so, so freeing and, and so, um, so just amazing. Um, and, and it just filled me up to, to be reminded of that um, because sometimes I think we get caught up in our own sin. Um, and so, so that was something really big. But um, Rick also used um, Ephesians 1 to kind of back that up. Um, and I'm also going to jump over to Ephesians 2 right after. But Ephesians 1 says, um, starting at verse 3, excuse me. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with him. Verse 4, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Holy and blameless. Um, and, and, and that's what we are when, when we're united with him. And that's just such, a, such an amazing thing to hear. Um, and and it, it just really comforts my soul to hear that. Um, and then... Um, Ephesians 2 verse 8 kind of goes with that. Um, God saved you by his grace when you believed. Um, you can't take credit for this. It's a gift. Um, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it for we are God's masterpiece. He has created, created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Um, and, and that was just kind of sitting on my heart. Um, and I just... I just, that, that's one thing that really stuck out to me. Um, another thing that stuck out to me was um, the willingness of um, kids who had never known Jesus um, to get to know Jesus um, and, and to, to come into a relationship yeah. with him. Um, and it was just so cool to, to, to watch those kids just kind of surrender and submit um, to the weekend and, and what the Lord had planned for them, even though so many of them said, look, I'm... I, I'm not like familiar with the Lord. I don't have a relationship with him. Um, and I have no idea what's going to happen this weekend. Most of the kids said that their mom signed them up or, or that their friend told them that they'd be playing sports. So they showed up. Um, but the willingness of those same kids to open their hearts and open their minds to the Lord and, um, and just kind of submit to his plan um, was so freeing. Um, so that was, that was something cool as well. Um, and my, uh, my huddle all weekend um we got in one of our in one of our meetings we kind of got um into uh corinthians and and we we started saying second corinthians vibe was what we were on this weekend um but we were talking about uh second corinthians 12 um in verse 9 and 10 um well i guess you could start at verse 8 this is paul um Paul is talking about how he, Paul the Apostle, not Paul Lanigan, um, is talking about how he begged the Lord um, to take away um, the, the persecutions and, and all the suffering that he was facing, all the hardships he was facing for being a follower of Christ. Um, so verse 8, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Um, each time the Lord said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Um, so now I'm glad to boast about my weakness, says Paul so that the power of Christ can work through me. Verse 10, that's why I take pleasure in my weakness, in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Um, and, and what an encouragement that was um, when we got into that in the huddle meeting. Um, and and um, the Lord put that on our hearts um, to talk about. I can't even remember who brought it up. Um, but 
once it got brought up, we all we all kind of um, agreed that we wanted to adopt that um, that verse as kind of like um, our our huddles verse for the weekend, and and um, just constantly be reminding each other that that we're stronger when we're weaker. Um, that, that when we when we have less of ourselves and more of Him, um, we can do infinitely more than than we could have ever imagined. Um, he can do infinite and in, infinitely more um, that we could ever imagine. Um, mm-hmm. So, so um, yeah. So that was another thing that that stuck out to me is Second Corinthians um, and the willingness of the kids um, to to kind of submit to His plan and and, um, and and make it less about themselves and more about Him. Um, and and man, He sure He sure moved. And the last thing, kind of touched on. I'm already um, getting to, to watch. Um, my brothers, my younger brothers, my younger cousin walk in faith. Um, it was just so, so, so cool, um, to see. And, and it, it just filled me with, with this joy, um, knowing that, um, when they were younger, I, I, I kind of tried to, to introduce them to the Lord and, um, in that way, but, but watching them have their own complete relationship with the Lord and, and watching them, um, grow their own, um, faith. Um, it was just so cool to see. And, and, um, yeah, just kind of bragging on my, on my family a little bit because it's so, so mm-hmm. glorifying to, to give it to the Lord when, um, when it's your own flesh and blood next to you. Um, there's just a whole different, whole different power about it, but, mm-hmm. um, thank the Lord for that. And, um, Come on. so yeah, that was another thing that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. So the, that's me. Mitchell, mm-hmm. bring us home. Yeah. Something that we haven't quite talked about this yet. Um, and it like may, may have seemed really small to us, but after talking to some of the students, I realized how significant it was. Um, but like the sense of community that we had there, mm. it was like, it was electric. Like it was so it, everything clicked so fast. Like I've never seen a group of 140 guys who didn't know each other. Most of which didn't know each other going into the weekend like click and like just have a ton of fun together so true. so quickly. Um, yeah. And like a moment that just really sticks out is one of the roll calls we did. So for those of you guys that don't know about um, these camps that our huddles will do roll calls before um, team meetings. Um, and we like do a little chant or do a little tiny little skit and everyone just laughs or either laughs at <laughs> huddle or laughs with the huddle. Um, but there was, it was the second roll call. It was, I've never had more fun in a roll call. Um, just because everyone was just like, so like connected to each other. And so like cohesive as like a body that no matter if a huddle did just the dumbest thing or was, it was like an actually really good, well thought out, um, roll call. Like everyone was dying laughing at the end. Um, and I think it was something that I was just like, Oh man, that was a really, that was a really funny time. But as I like stepped back, I realized like these guys, like in moments like those realized not just how, like how important community is, but like how fun it is. Yeah. That like when we say like find community and like be a part of the body of Christ, it's not like this dull Thing that's just like boring or just like really difficult where like we talk about really hard things all the time um and like we have to like are confessing sin and we're just super like heavy all the time but like 
we can be dumb and we can have just like really silly, joyful experiences yeah. too. And like, I think those moments helped for the moments where we were tasting grace and we were feeling convicted about things. And then we started talking about it because we had those moments and like we felt closer and more cohesive together as a body mm-hmm. that it God used those silly times as like a catalyst for Saturday night oh. and Sunday and Friday night, wherever it was for each student. Just like God used those like really weird, silly times to like help kids be honest with themselves and with each other and with the Lord. Like it was just so crazy to me because when I was talking with my hello, I was talking to a lot of guys Sunday. I was like, like, what are you going to do once you get back? Cause like we're, we're leaving, we're leaving here. You guys are going to go be back in the real world where there's uh, distractions and temptations everywhere. Like what, what is the thing that you were going to make sure you do? Um, a lot of guys said spending more time in the word, but a lot more than I expected said that they're going to go find community right away. Mm. They're going to go find other brothers to walk with at their schools or at their church. And like, I don't know how to describe it with words, but just like the way that they looked at me in the eyes when they said it, actually just saying that's enough because high school boys don't look people in the eye (laughs) when they talk. Yeah. But the fact that these guys like looked in my eyes and stared into my soul, I'm like, I'm going to go find community. Like, I'm going to go find people to hold me accountable. I'm going to go find to discuss the word with, like, is incredible. Like, that's just like a huge testament to the word of just like using those silly moments to like show like the worth and value of the community and the body of Christ that he's set up. And oh my gosh, it just, oh, it makes me so excited. It makes me just want to run through a brick wall right now. Um, <laughs> um but then that leads into like the the next thing um which i partially shared already is that that saturday night experience so rick just finished up his message and he started praying about salvation and i'm like crying we're seeing waymaker so like i'm crying even more because like oh yeah we just like got so fixed in our eyes and minds to set on grace and like the hugeness yet like simplicity of it. And then like, we're singing this like praise to God, like that, like you are the way maker, like you're the promise keeper, you're the light in the darkness. And like everything in our darkness is being illuminated right now because we're experiencing grace and we're understanding it. Just like God was just like booking it in the room. The Holy spirit was moving big time. I'm like crying. Um, and the Lord was just like, like you, need to make yourself available like um you praise me and you're praying to me but i want you to be there for these kids right um and i was like okay lord um at this point i'm crying because um i was pretty close with quite a few kids in that room um and i just knew where their hearts were um and i was getting very very i was very very excited this weekend because i had already seen how the world was moving and i just knew like in that night I talked about already, like the tingling in my toes. Like I could feel the Lord just like doing something really crazy. Um, and he was just like, look around the room. And I, I just kind of scanned the room. Uh, and my eyes caught on a few kids. Um, I don't know why, but they, but my eyes did. Um, 
And then I like went back to prayer. Um, he was like, go over to the bench, go sit down, pray, get your heart ready. Um, and sit and be patient. So I like, I collected my tears because the way the bench was, I was looking at everyone. So I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't really want to be crying right now in front of everyone. Um, walked over to the bench, sat down, prayed like earnestly for salvation, um, in the room. Um, and that God would give courage to anyone who needed prayer. Um, and from that moment until, um, the end of camp, but even like the end of the night, by the end of the night, half of the kids who my eyes had caught in the room came over and prayed to me, prayed with me. Um, and then by the end of camp, I had talked to the rest of the kids, not because I went and sought them out, but because they came to me and talked to them, um, about their experience from camp and heard about, um, commitments to Christ or, um, first time salvation. Mm-hmm which was very, very crazy to me um, because of how humbling it is that like God would even like, dis- like I didn't realize he was disclosing a pl- his plan to me. Um, but like he had like prepared my heart by like showing me those kids. And it sounds very weird and kind of out there. Um, and I can't really explain it. Um, but like the Lord moved in just some crazy ways. Um, and he really, he broke me down a little bit um, because the way I had thought about salvation just has just not been very good lately. Um, had not been earnestly praying for people to be saved. Have not been like thinking about in every opportunity, just like, like the pressing weight of like, um, like just the end times coming that there's like, like the people around you, um, like we don't know when anyone's um, last breath is going to be um, and this, I've just been sitting there really idle um, and not um, just sharing the gospel as much as I could. Um, and the Lord really used this, use these moments to be like, like you are, you're equipped to do this. I'm because I'm equipping you, not because of anything in your, your own strength, but because my spirit is in you. Um, and I know, so go do it and be faithful. Um, and really just like put the spur in me to just like go, go, go. Like these like your these people need to know. Um and it was just I'm just like in awe still to even really give a whole big explanation of a bunch of adjectives about how cool our God is. Um hmm. and just the way he moves that moved this weekend. But like the best word I've been able to come to is just like he's just a sweet, sweet God. Hmm. Like, like sweet father, as in like savory. Some would say. Like sweet as in savory. Like mm. it just leaves a sweet taste in your mouth. That's just right and just satisfying. Huh. Man. It's just like there's like there's nothing else that could be sweeter than that. Yeah. I... And it just like leaves you for this taste for like more of his sweetness. This is like I feel like this weekend was kind of like a culmination of so many um of so many things like like we when it comes to all these topics that we've talked about on podcasts or that we've done like between the spirit and between um between uh, like 
social media and love and community and so many things like it all came together and showed fruits and um i'm really just i guess this all boils down that so many of you guys like listening to this if there's people listening to this lord willing um <laughs> did not go to this camp or or didn't care about this camp or whatever um but all in all like with god nothing will be impossible right that luke 137 um Careful not to take it out of context. That's talking about Mary bearing a child. But um, like that is so real in so many ways that like so many things are happening that like with God are completely impossible or without God are completely impossible. Mm -hmm. um, and so I am just like the kind of things you cannot convince somebody of until they experience it. Things like like watching, you know, um, the Lord move in so many ways. It's just, um, at a loss for words, honestly. Uh, we, I don't even know what exactly the goal of this podcast was other than, <laughs> other than to show off like who our God is. Um, mm -hmm. and, Won't he do and it? that he's worthy of being right with, um, and that, <laughs> and that he continues to love as we depart and deny um, and so give him the chance, <laughs> man, um, to prove himself worthy to you. And, uh, Danny, if you wouldn't mind, could we, could we pray it out here, um, for these listeners? Oh, we can most definitely. Let's go. <laughs> All right. If you're not driving a car, you just buy your head with me. Most people listen in the car. I usually do. Anyway, uh, Lord, I just want to come before you and just thank you for what you've been doing. God, it was evident that you were just strolling around all God's children at Guys Weekend, the champions, this last weekend. And it was sweet getting to be in your presence with just so many new believers, God, not because of anything they did, just because of who you are and your grace, God. Uh, it's only by your son, Jesus, Christ, that we have a chance to be brought into your kingdom. Lord, for those who didn't get to go to camp, God, I just thank you for what you're doing in their lives. God, we know you're constantly doing something. So I just want to thank you on their behalf. God, we often miss what you're doing because your ways are not our ways and your thoughts aren't our thoughts, God. But I ask that you just open our eyes to see you more clearly so that we can just give you more thanks for what you're doing. God, just break our hearts for you. I pray that we wouldn't have any preconceived notions that aren't founded upon what you say about yourself and your word. God, I pray for those who whose souls were eternally changed. I pray that you would give them community. I pray that you would give them a, a local church that they can get involved in and one that would speak life into them. Mm -hmm. I pray that you would give them motivation to get in your word and chase after you as you've been chasing after them their whole lives. God, I just I just ask you to stay true to your promises. God, we, we expect that because you're a big God and we know that you have a huge heart for all of your children. 
God, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for your son, Jesus, who died on our behalf so that we could be adopted into your family because of your grace. We don't deserve it. We can't earn it. It's just you. There's no sugar added. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Won't he do it? Hit that button, Polly. is never